Christmas Day is a Saturday. I went to a wrestling show um, on Christmas night in Cornelia, Georgia, married two gay dudes in the wrestling ring. And um, Monday, man, I'm down there working like that. Chills, shaking. I was like, what's going on? Check my temperature. I had 103 temperature. 103? Yeah. Laid down. Took about a four-hour nap in my office. Woke up. Fever was gone. Had no other symptoms except. And when I tell you, unbelievable for five days, brain fog. Brain fog so bad that while I was eating, you'd have to be like, all right, pick your fork up to your mouth. Really? Like driving, like going to red light, be like, you had to consciously think, pick your foot up off the gas, put it on the brake. It was so intense. I can tell you the exact time. I woke up at 2.13 in the morning on Saturday night. And I was like, oh, shit, it's gone. Wow. Like my head was clear, everything. But I had no no symptoms. Uh, uh, had that fever for four hours and then had the brain fog. Well, so you probably had a slight fever and you're just such a champ. It didn't really hit you until – and you were breaking it. Yeah, maybe. Like maybe. But, dude, that, that brain fog was no- – It well, I fucked up and got online. And they're like, I've had the brain fog for a year. I'm like, I can't fucking have this shit for a year, man. I don't know what we're doing here. This ain't going to work. But shit, it was nothing. Right, well, I'm going to shoot us live early then. And we're going to get rocking. All right, let me turn this volume down. Yeah, but if I do the same thing, you tell me when we're live. We should be now. I'd always like to confirm. Oh, yeah, we're live. We're live, folks. We are live. So uh, the first thing, and I just want to wait until we we're on air to even talk about it, is, for one, I'm digging, digging the sweatshirt. Oh, speaking of Coach sweatshirts, Brian, I'm supposed to be wearing Alabama stuff. Hold up. That's what I was going to say. You were more than willing to. You even told me you'd wear the jersey. Are we live? I can't find. We it. are Hold live. On. I'm not. I'm not hanging out on my phone here. He's just got to share the link. So there we go. True winner share. It's complicated. You got to do like 500 steps. You just tell me when you're going. I'm good, brother. Let's go. All right. So everybody knows SEC championship game made a little wager. Uh-huh. About wearing the swag. Bama won the SEC championship. Wait, I mean, SEC champs. Nothing not, not to write home about. I mean, listen, hey, not bad. SEC champions, that's a big deal. And uh, But because of the loss of the national title, mm. I feel like that's hard to – that's hard for me to hold you to accountable to that when I was willing to do it. Ass. The bottom line is we got so busy – Yes. We owe we owe the people an apology. We do. We're usually not late like Because this. we forgot to do a December show. I would award it the December show. Well, no, I guess I probably wouldn't because I guess it was on New Year's Eve. It was. But, well, hell, I should be wearing it, but it is what it is. But wearing the Coach Prime. Yeah, I, take, I, I dig it, too. I, I'm all about some Coach Prime. Dude, Coach Prime is as much of a champion. I'm not talking about Prime Time Dion. There's two different people. Oh, coach yeah. Prime's a different person. He is needed. And... I'm glad he's staying there. I want him to stay there. He says he's not leaving till his kids are gone. Well, then he's going to get paid when they leave. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't know. I mean, I think it, it'll still take a school with testicles 
to let him come in and just take over. Because it's going to be – it will no longer be about the school. It'll be about Coach Prime. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to make him the athletic director. Yes. The, the head football coach. Yeah. But I don't know, though. I think – I do think he likes being there. I do, too. But I think Florida State will pay him more than they've ever paid anybody yeah. to try to get him there. Yeah, it'll be – well, he's program. pissed, though, because they didn't offer it to him two years ago. Yeah, and he should be. And yeah, he, he should, should take be. that to the table. Right. And be like, you know what, like, two years exactly. ago it was this. Now yeah. it's 100 Can times Can you that. imagine <laughs> Coach Prime at oh. Florida State? Oh, yes, and I want That it. should worry I, – I would probably have to go buy me some – because growing up, I'm not going to lie to you, I was always a Georgia fan because I was in Georgia and I lived close to Athens. But those Bobby Bowden teams – I love me some Florida. He was the first. Warwick, Charlie he, Ward. Yeah, he was the first one, man, to come along and just run that score up like nobody's business. Dude, that Jerry curl was so powerful yeah. back then. Yeah. Dude, and Uncle Randy chain. Yeah. It, he started that yeah, shit. It was Mr. crazy. T, dude. It was crazy. But he's what's what I love about it is even as Coach Prime, he has still kept the same swag. Of course, he's kind of changed the yeah. direction yeah. he has to. It's it's not all about him, although it is. Yes. He knows he's the star and right. he uses that, but he's also giving a, a shot to a lot of kids that I think might he not genuinely get it. loves those kids too. For sure. He and genuinely he, cares about them. And he knows that uh HBCU football has been down. Yeah. And, in the crap and, and I think that's important to him. I think it, it, building the legacy there, <laughs> I saw that you know, I remember growing up watching Grambling. Oh yeah. And uh they just hired uh old Cincinnati coach. Uh, Hugh Jackson, and, uh, and I think that was a good hire for them. And Eddie George is coaching. Eddie at George one of them. is, yeah, he's coaching at. Uh, so they're, they're they are throwing some money there, but uh, old dude, number one recruit in the country, going with Dion. Yeah, and then I just saw huge. another f- this week. Some five star wide receiver signed with them. They're about to get paid. Yeah, the getting, nil deals. Well, yeah, they got that barstool Dion and barstool. All the money in the world. It is El what Presidente, it is. bro. Right. It is what, absolutely, it is what it is. And just looking to spend money, the president is. El yeah. Presidente. So, by the way, this is write that down, sons. I'm Uncle Randy. That's Gary Lamb over in there. In case son. you forgot. In case you because it's been so know. long. It was so long that iTunes, our Apple podcast, was calling us. Yes. Where, where's the new episode? When's it Spotify dropping? was calling. Yeah, because they're about there, you know, Rogan's uh, people trying to get him canceled now. So Their Rogan's sponsorship was are, down because we hadn't dropped a new show. They were upset about it. I know. It and um, I feel bad about it. I really do. But, you know, with all the stuff going on, all the football, sons, there's just been, you know, it was a it was a tough game. But listen, we got our ass whooped. Bama didn't deserve to win. I'm no dude. I love football and I love Alabama. Roll Tide forever, sons. But if you can't punch it in from the five no. twice, that defense was stoked. And, um, you know. Good for Kirby. I'm going to stick with it, though. Uh, you know, I'm not a Stetson Bennett fan. I hope he doesn't come back. He can come back, I guess, because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And um, I yeah, think. Tenth year senior. He knows he's not going to be the starter if he comes back. Yeah. I, listen, go out and just be God in Georgia. You'll never have to buy anything. Right. Just a go dinner, out. A drink. Just go out and be. They were talking on Sports Talk today. They said he's the only guy that could ride a bicycle onto a car lot with no job and leave with whatever car he wants right now from that car lot. If I were him, I would start – I would just get on any job selling anything. Right. And you would yes. work forever. Start Just start money. busting out commercials. Mm-hmm. You know, start – get on the speaking tour. Dude, you're going to be – Because you're not going to be in the NFL. No offense, buddy. I dig you, but – No. 
Absolutely not. He's, he's just too small. He doesn't have the. I mean, I like the story of the grit of hanging around. It's a great story. Your ass you gotta love size. it. Great, and you pulled it out. But that shit ain't gonna fly. No, next, you know, at the next level, sons. I mean, I mean, I dig the story of him winning it all, and then he's just chugging pappy right from the bottle. I love that he did the Good Morning America drunk, drunk the drunker than Cooter Brown. <laughs> Drunker, and that's the worst kind of drunk. Yes, the drunk where you go to bed for two hours and then you wake that's a up. Bad decision. It's that loopy drunk thing. Oh yeah. So let's talk about the eight shots. Yes. I, I watched the eight shots, yes. but then I went to bed after the eight shots. Did you? Did you go straight to bed so you didn't feel any effects or what happened? No, it's a great story. I'm glad you actually brought it up because I was I was gonna talk about it and then I'd already gotten forgot about it. So I'd made the bet with uh, Danny O'Shea, who's a Silvertownian. We'd made it in the pool this summer at the team with the worst record at the end of the year. It wasn't about the Natty. Right. It was just worst record. Okay. And we were both 11-1 and one going into this game. So whoever lost, that's the bet. And it was eight straight shots of fireball back to back to back to back to back. <clears throat> Danny O'Shea is not a big uh, shot taker. He's a beer guy. So he'd have been fucked. I'm thinking, look, Randy, bro, fucking fireball loves me. Yeah. Easy. The last shot seemed rough for you. I thought eight would be no problem. Literally, I'm not going to lie, I did too. And because I've done twenty in a day, but right? Never in spread out in two minutes, right? So we lose. I'm like, I'm a man of my word. I'm going to do it. <sighs> so everybody floods here from everywhere in Silver. They leave their homes at midnight. That's how much this shit is. They want to see Uncle Randy squirm. Is he going to do it? Most people are like, he's going to back out or he'll have some excuse. Now, see, I thought you were smart because I thought you went midnight because you're like, I'm going to take these and I'm going right to bed. I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we think a lot alike. So uh, people had put out there that perhaps I should wait till the weekend to honor that bet. I was like, you know what? No, I don't want to ruin my weekend. Right. And then you would have ruined it. Or have anything else. And then if I'm drinking all day on Saturday and then throw those on. Then I'm just shitting my pants. Right. Like, you know, it's a right. disaster. So I had smartly had a quiet night at home watching the Natty. Goat was over, but it was just us and Brooke and Gunner and Goat watching the game. And I, I literally just sipped a beer because I was like, you know, this might happen. So I wasn't going to be toasted and then add that. So I was completely sober when I started the video and had owned the loss. We pour the shots. Goat's pouring them. <clears throat> start like... Mal starts I'm like, that's a lot. And he was pulling him weak lot. at first. I was a little disappointed. Yeah. They called him out fucking, on it. I think he was just fucking with me. And even I was like, dude, they got to be regulation shots. <clears throat> so I take the first one. If you watch the video, the first four, no problem, bro. Like a winner. Right. I saw. Four, I was good. I took five and I was like, Hang I saw on. you burp. Five, Somewhere in the process, you kind of upchucked a little bit. A little yeah, light. Five hit me and that's where I stopped and said, roll tide. And that was really just to swallow again at five. Right. That was just between us, us and the millions of people that Millions. Listen. So I take five and I'm like, okay, man, this is tougher than I thought. I take six. That's when I'm like, I'm fucked. Six hit and my esophagus, it wasn't like, oh, you need to throw up because you've drank too much. It was, you got to throw up. This doesn't taste the same. It's too much at once. The air from the shots and all that syrup yeah. and The booze, syrup, right. You just hit it is too much this quick and so i was like so i do the shake and that's when i knew i was like all right i've got to get these two down quick yeah and get everybody the fuck out and just hope i make this happen <clears throat> so i take number seven 
I'm like, okay, I'm still in the game. I'm good. I think I can do it. I can do one more. And then everybody stops me because they want to do one with me, yes, the, which is the that. worst case scenario. Because I'm wanting to pop that shot and be done. So I kind of simmer down. I don't really say much because I really am concentrating. Like, this is so tough. I take that one. I'm good. Everything's cool. I'm good to go. And we start kicking everybody the fuck out because it's midnight and it's a school night. So everybody's gone. Literally five minutes after that video, everyone's gone. I'm not drunk yet. It hasn't hit me. Right. So I go upstairs, me and Brooke. She's getting ready for bed. So she gets in her night stuff. I take off my clothes. Strictly, I'm an underpants mm-hmm. sleeper, bro. Okay. Boxer briefs. <clears throat> I get in those. By the time I drop my pants, I'm like, I'm drunk. And I'm all alone. <laughs> Brooke's going to bed. It's just me. No one's here. It's the worst bet ever. So like too drunk to sleep. Not too drunk to sleep, but too drunk like I was at a crossroads. It was either time to party or hurry up and get to sleep. So what champion Randy do? Listen, this might not be for you, but for Uncle Randy, what he did? Hey, dropped a little ambient. Dropped a little ambient on top of it. On Best top night of the sleep. eight shots. Best night of sleep I've ever had. Boom. What time did you get up the next morning? Like seven. Oh, champion shit yeah, right there. Yeah. So good. I'm not going to lie to you. I watched the whole thing. I had zero doubts through the first seven. Yeah. I saw the other people reaching for us, but I also felt a stall on your part at shot eight, and you were almost flipping. You Here's how I knew it was a struggle. You didn't make a big deal about shot eight. You were like, all right. Yeah. And it was done. I was like, yes. yeah, that was a struggle. No, it was that was pure grit and championship testicles. Yeah. Because well, it tastes like shit. Respect. But, but you know what? You're back on the horse now. I got the bottle here. Got the bottle here. Champion grade. Listen, you know when when Rick Cope calls you twice. Right. To just congratulate you on the video of doing it. Yes. Like he was like, you know what, man? Fucking love it. I love that you you're a man of your word. Because I didn't really think about it because I thought it would be so easy. But after I did it, I was like, it makes sense. A lot of motherfuckers are back out of that. That's too much. Shay couldn't have done it. It's oh Shay would appeal tell you that. He'd have thrown up yeah. dick up. He'd have had somebody like half them with him. And I'd have probably let him, like, even partner for four. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not going to uh, do that bit again. It's just yeah. Nice, bro. You proved Get yourself. Proved myself. Got a great night's sleep out of it. Boom. I uh, was pretty bored for a minute. And uh, I'll be honest. There was about three minutes there. I was like, am I going to shed? Am I going to puke? Yeah. I'm just going to go to bed. And I would imagine, I'm not a huge drinker. I've thrown up a couple times in my life. A few times. A lot of times. Um. I would imagine the regurgitation. I know that's a big word for you folks yes. north of Canton, but talking about puking. Um, the regurgitation of a cinnamon-based drink such as Fireball sounds horrible. Yes, and it stops being cinnamony at about five. Mm, that's interesting. When it's that quick, it starts just tasting like syrup. Gotcha. There's no more burn. Like right. Kind of the cool part of Fireball it's is gone. the novelty of like yeah. it's like big red gum. So I was past my drinking about, I mean, I don't drink a lot anymore when Fireball came out. But when I was in my drinking partying stage, there used to be a thing called Golden Slogger. Remember oh, yeah. that? Oh, yeah. And it was kind of like fire, pre-Fireball, except yeah. you had gold flakes in it. I used to always get drunk and think I was worth more money. Oh, absolutely. But that was my college years with yes. Gold Slogger. Yes. Dude, people. Gold Slogger got me arrested in Panama City for peeing in a phone booth. Oh, it, you know how many girls that probably got covered in semen down <laughs> yeah. in Florida? Oh, yeah, because of <laughs> because the of gold, gold flake semen. 
Golly. It was everywhere. That's all. We do they even do. still make it? They do. I bought some last year. So how does it compare in taste to Fireball? Because I remember it tasting like Fireball, but that was 20-something years it's ago. It's even thicker. Yes. I remember it being it's super thick. thick. Uh, but they both taste like if you melted big red gum to me. That's just the power, it. Fireball's power of marketing. Yes. Because Goldschlager is actually a better gimmick. It's got gold flakes in it. Oh, it's genius. Yeah, and they just never hit that Fireball status. Well, I think they they got, they got rested on their laurels. Right. They just kind of stopped. They yeah. didn't continue. Fireball is kind of like, they're actually like a good social media page. Oh, they're great. They do cool Let's shit. Let's just be honest. I know you love it. It's a shit liquor. It's total shit. Yeah, but yet the marketing makes it cool to drink. Absolutely. And you can do a, you can drink a lot of it. Yes. Now don't do eight listen, shots don't in a row. Don't do more than four. Don't do eight shots in ten seconds. No, don't do more than four. What do you think? You think it was ten seconds or about fifteen? The first four were down in five seconds. Yeah, it was no it was the no first four yes, like, like a chance them off. They were boom. And I was like, I'm golden. And then I took five and I did the little like mm-hmm. verp that you saw where I was like, mm-hmm. roll tied. And then I started questioning myself. I hit six and seven. Pure guts. Piss yeah. and vinegar, sons. I understand. You finish it, man. You don't, for one, you don't quit. But let me tell you this. This is when you know you're a winner, sons. And this is why a lot of you, you're not winners. Because you don't have people. Some of you have people rooting for your success, but you don't have anybody rooting for your demise. Right. People were there more than three quarters to see me fail. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. I I love haters. I love doubters. <laughs> They're good. Let me tell you about a victory I had this week. And I just thought about this. Had this gentleman walk into church Sunday, older gentleman. And I can tell you, you ever get the feeling you're like, that dude knows me somewhere. Like, oh yeah. After service, he's just hanging around. Hang. You don't know who you you don't know his name. I, I, no, and, and so I go up to him. I said, man. Appreciate you being here, Gary Lamb. He said, I won't say his last name because I say his last name is what I'm talking about. He said, I'm such a he goes, um, I'm blankety blank. I said, Oh, okay. He goes, You know anybody else with that last name? I said, Yeah, I used to have a staff guy about twelve years ago with that last name. I said, But I ain't talked to him in about twelve years. I'm his dad. I don't talk to him anymore, so I'm at this church. No shit. <laughs> Boy, that's the ultimate fuck that you was, to his yeah, son dude. right there, bro. I was like, damn. You didn't even, did you even ask? That must be bad. Dude, I, I didn't ask. Know. I did ask. I was like, man, I said, well, I hope you enjoy. Here's that's 12 years ago. I don't need the gossip. I was like, man, I hope you enjoy sure. the serve. But I'm not going to lie. Later on, because I, I processed through the day, I just thought, man, is that the ultimate F you to the hater? Your pops is coming to my church now? It's 100%. Yeah, I thought so. Wait, would you get- I mean, I hate it that their relationship is not good, but, I, sure. but you know, a little smirk. It was kind of that evil... Grinch smirk off to the side, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, dude. But uh, so I want to get this in. So I listen to you every time I see you guys live on Sundays. I actually thought, dude, you killed it on Sunday. We don't talk much about you, but I messaged you. Yeah, you did, yeah. I enjoyed every bit of the message. I watched every bit of it. It was fantastic. I mean, you're good all the time, but that that was just a good one. You know, I just enjoyed the shit out of it. But so we have a listener question because I knew I was Already. Gonna, I was going to congratulate you on that, but this actually leads into one of their questions, so I might as well just answer it because it's to you. Can we talk about the font? Oh yeah, because I feel like they've got bigger just in the six months since we've been doing this. <laughs> I'm blind as fuck, bro. Gary, are you ever in the mood, or are you ever just not in the mood to preach on Sundays? What do you do if that happens? Um, yeah, it's funny. So there's many times. I'll walk by to someone on a Sunday morning and be like, man, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. And, um, but I think that's where discipline comes in. Once you're out on the stage and the lights are on, yeah. 
you, you forget it's, it's time to it's time to get to work. Yeah, and you do your thing. I'm not. I mean, I'm even even in wrestling at the Southern Honor Show. There's times three hours of show. I tell Dylan, I said, "Man, I don't need to come out tonight, do I?" Yeah. Why? I, said, I just don't feel like it tonight. Yeah. But the light. He's. Like, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. You go out on the stage and the lights hit and the crowds out there. You flip that switch and you do and you do the duty. And but yeah, there's Sundays I don't feel like preaching. Um, but you get in that cadence, you get yeah. in your rhythm, and you just do your thing, and you just don't think. I mean, obviously you're thinking about the sermon at that point. You're not thinking about the fact you don't want to be doing it. Yeah. So you just do it. Well, so I want to add a question on that. So like this past Sunday, I was watching you, and you were like. You know, you were going strong, and I've always wondered how, like, are you watching a clock somewhere to know yeah. where you're at? Because you were like, we're not getting out of here on time today, sons. Yeah. Because you know you're going yeah, a little so, long. Yeah, um, so dead ahead of me on the back wall is a projector. Yeah. And it shoots the lyrics up for the worship pastor. Yes. So it's behind there. I mean, if they turned around Night, and did buddy. this. Love you. Night. Love you. Hey, how long are we letting that mullet get? Real long. That thing is champion grade. It's tasty, bro. Champion grade. All right, love you, bud. So if they were to turn their head, they'd see it. But yeah. also my my notes that come up on the screen sure. are up on that. And there's in the bottom corner, there's a clock. Okay. And so I don't really care. Yeah, they, obviously. They teach you that you shouldn't go over about 35 minutes. I think I last time I added up my 10 latest episodes on the podcast, I was about 57 minutes of sermon. Nice. And they say it's a great way to lose people. But it just seems to work at our no, place. Dude. No, it's fucking good. They wouldn't know what to do. No, but I just thought it was funny when you were like, well, you're not getting out of here on time. Yeah, there's times I tell myself, I hope the crock pot's on low. Because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get out of here on time today. All right, so I kind of, I've had a couple of people hit me up recently about their, their businesses, just kind of asking me personally that are friends of mine, so I'm not going to put them on blast who it is. But they've got little side businesses or hustles. Yeah. They're on Facebook. Yeah. And their, their social media presence sucks, Dick. Yeah. It just sucks. Right. And... As a friend, when they ask me, I have to tell them the truth. They're like, right. know, "Wow, why is it?" <clears throat> and I want to get your opinion because I tell them it sucks, and they're like, well, "Why?" It's because all they're doing is barfing out info, right? Yes. Like, hey, buy this right. today or this, yes. or go here yes. and do this. And I, you know, they asked my, so I was like, "You need to engage. You need to ask questions. There needs to be some participation, right? Like, if your right. shit is just look at this, do this." Dude, eventually people are going to be like, man, fuck that, bro. Like, right. There's nothing in it for me. Like, they want to participate. Right. They want to be part and feel like you're actually giving them a yes. access to some life there. So the way I look at it, and they were talking to me, and I wanted to actually test your, your theological shit. Dude, I'm all over you tonight. It's time to preach, bro. Yeah, let's go. So I was talking to one of my buddies, and he was like, listen, why the fuck do you ask? What are you talking about? Ask questions. I'm like, dude, ask them what they want. What what do they look for in this, right. or, or what would they enjoy? Like you did with outside of the box shit. Anybody got any ideas? Yeah, Put right it here. Or right. DM me. Yeah, right. I want them to DM me. I don't want to share the ideas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, DM me. We'll talk about it. And also, the good thing about DMing me is if no one responds to my thing, I can just come back and post. Man, fifty people <laughs> DM'd me. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. You got to keep the gimmick going. But so, uh, do you know? How do you think, from all of your studies in the Bible, and I've actually looked this up, but would you say it's true or false that Jesus asked more questions than he made statements? Oh, yeah. I, I think he, 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 a lot of times he answered a question with a question. Yeah. So and many times he, uh, you always, 
Tell me he's a great storyteller. He reminds me of Yodi. He asked me a question and he didn't give me an answer. He went to a story. So why do you think that is? Like that, I'm kind of I, trying I, to correlate that. Like I, he, I think a lot of times he he knows that the people know the questions. You engage them in the conversation instead of a one way conversation. I think also we I, we, we remember stories. Mm-hmm. Um, people forget what you teach. So for example, my sermon Sunday. Hey man, would you preach? If you were to ask ninety percent of them, would you preach or preach on Sunday? Uh, the sun's standing still. They're not going to remember anything else. I'd say pretty big. Yeah, but they remember the but they remember the phrase. Yeah. So I always try to give them a hook to remember. Yes. I, and I already try to give them an illustration. You might forget my sermon. You're not going to forget my illustration. Yeah. And um, you know, and so um, I think that's key. You, people just forget generic answers. I think the biggest problem too. My wife and I kind of. I think she gets it a little bit more now, though it still drives her crazy, and I need to work on it, not being on my phone so much. But I legit believe, especially in my line of work, if you're a hustler, a promoter, an entrepreneur, social media for me is a job. Mm-hmm. Even even if I'm not promoting or doing things, if I'm simply commenting on your post, yes. and that's the problem. Everybody wants everybody to comment on their stuff, but they don't want to comment on other that's stuff. True. So there's many times, random people that I don't even know, I just see their names, they'll say something, and I make sure I comment on that post. It's always working. Yeah. It's a, and, and let me tell you where the payoff comes on that. The payoff comes on that when I do like I did today, and I post a shirt my wife made that says Georgia, it's half University of Georgia logo, half Atlanta Braves logo. Yeah. And I just say, yep, it's for sale, DM me. Mm-hmm. And within three hours, we were at about forty-five or fifty shirts sold. Nice. And but that's because I've engaged all. They're not always just seeing. I got this for sale. Yeah. I got this for of sale. Course. They're seeing me interact with their posts, like their posts, yeah. Um, like their stories. Um, comment. Take enough time to go throw a, a little gif up there. Yeah. Um, I, I do look at even if it's not necessarily work related. Working social media mm-hmm. to me is the equivalent of twenty years ago going to the network business meeting, yeah. going to the coffee shop, um, oh, going yeah. to the That's bar the and networking people. So now I can do it from the, my phone. And so while I enjoy it, it's not that I hate it. I do enjoy being on there, but a lot of times my wife like, "You're not working. You're not talking about this." I said, "But I am working. I, sure. I'm, I'm engaging. I'm connecting." Absolutely. And when it's time, because I'm giving, giving, giving. When it's time for me to ask for that return, yeah. you know what I mean. Oh yeah, you're not just fucking them over. They're not. You yeah, know, it's not um, one side. Gary Vanderchuk talks about the best thing you can do in sales is jab, 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 mm-hmm. uppercut. Oh yeah. So everything can't be an uppercut, and that's yeah. what they're doing in these sales. Uppercut, uppercut. Yeah. No, let oh, me yeah. just throw a little jab out to you. Sure. Hey man, hope the wife's good. Boom. Sure. The, the, the easiest thing you can do every day on social media takes you about two seconds. Copy and paste. Yeah. Is go see whose birthdays it is. Oh, and boom. Hey, happy birthday, man. Ball. I can't tell you how many direct messages or texts. Hey, the, the next day, two days. Man, thank you for uh remember my birthday. Remember my birthday, yeah. man. I didn't remember your birthday. I logged sure. into Facebook yeah, and saw true. it, bro. Yes. You know what I mean? But still, but most people wouldn't take that two it's, seconds. It's just the connection. And so I do look at and again, if my wife's here, it'd probably be a real interesting discussion between us about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but social media to me is constant work. Yeah. And that's how we're able to sell shirts. It's how we're able to go to do festivals and draw people. It's how we're able to promote. If I was just everything you ever saw on my Facebook was something for sale, yeah, you would eventually tune out from Everyone it. Everyone would. 
Right. Every single person. And even how you go about selling, just like today. I didn't post that shirt on our website and go to our website. and run. That's the normal thing. I just put, yeah, looks pretty damn good. Yeah, DM you, me if yeah, you want one. Yeah, you just put it on right. a Some lady ca- with, with big right. cans. With a big can. My wife. Yes. And, Beautiful lady. Uh, you know what I mean? And you said, hey, right. you like, it? like what you see? Right. Order it. DM me. And it got shared, I think, 15, 20 times. It had 30, 40 comments. And I think we sold 40 or 50 shirts today. And... um but there's other times I put a direct link to the website. Hey, go and order this site. So I think you got to mix up your ask. But yeah. if all I, I always laugh when people get into multi-level marketing, yeah. and you see their page suddenly just becomes nonstop. This is what I got for sales. You, you, you're asking, 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 and not giving, giving, giving. Well, me and you both though have a similar contention. We both watched the Lula Rich documentary. Uh, was that outstanding? It was very good, phenomenal. And I'm gonna be honest. Felt. At first, felt like a little bitch watching it. Yeah, because it's all about the tights. Once you get past that, though, yes. it's fucking so amazing. I'm going to tell you my issue with the the Lula Rich documentary. I don't see what the Lula was Lula Row. I don't see what the Lula Row people did wrong. N- neither one of us did. These motherfuckers were making six figures a month, and they're like. They told us it was part-time hours. You could have worked part-time Up hours. To you. Your ass got greedy and started making twenty five, thirty thousand dollars a month and started working full-time. Yeah. I mean, I get that they, they grew too fast, and so there were some quality issues. I'm not doubting sure. that at all. That's any company that grows that but fast. But that's still but, not illegal. Right. And then they kept saying, well, it's a pyramid scheme. I kept saying, how? Because they're only getting paid on their downline. Bullshit. They were getting paid for selling tights, too, but LuLaRoe wasn't paying them. Yeah. If they were The people were buying the tights for $10, mm-hmm. selling them for 25 So they were keeping the money. Yeah. LuLaRoe wasn't paying them. I, I, I was, it sounded to me like a bunch of people who burned out, got overwhelmed, and couldn't hang. And bought too much inventory of a shitty product that went into the shit can. Right. And, and they're like, they wanted us to look a certain way. I, I'd been part of big conferences, and I was they weren't telling you head to. They're just saying, "Hey, here's what works." Guess what? If you were they the know what works. piece of shit and you were their best seller, though, right? They wouldn't tell you what the right. fucking wear. They, they know how to sell and what works. They're just telling you on those phone calls what works. You don't have to work it, I guess. But man, those people were making insane money. It just seemed to me like a bunch of bitter, whiny <sighs> people. I was so dumbfounded on what. And, and now you don't have to like them as people. No, they but, could be sleazy. But to here was the weird thing too. It was you had to buy in at five thousand. You had to buy inventory at five thousand. Yeah. What other business? Do you think I started a t-shirt company for five thousand dollars? Yeah. And what's wrong with the franchise fee? Right. It's almost the franchise. But, but, but fee. it wasn't a franchise fee I know, because but they it, got leggings the in exchange. They thing. got product. I mm-hmm. was. I, I and then they're like, they don't take it back. If I order a hundred blank red shirts. The place I order them from doesn't take them back if they don't sell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My daughter has a boutique. She can't return those clothes. Yeah. Like, I, I, some of the stuff was just like, have you people ever been in business in your life? Well, no, that's the problem is, right? Like, all the, and this isn't a knock on, because there were some men that eventually franchised, yeah. but it was mainly a lot of stay-at-home moms. Right. That Which I thought was genius for them to tap into that genius. workforce. Blew up. Well, for one, God. it was the right uh, target. Yes. Audience. Right product, right and, target. And the product fit. Like a glove. Right. All all moms know tights. Right. All moms, period, know tights. Right. They're comfortable. They right. love the shit. Right. Tucks everything in. Yeah. You know, it's fucking delish. And brilliant. Now, that doesn't mean that the lady isn't like a, she thinks she's a an eight or a nine and she's a six. Oh, she's definitely not, not eight or nine. But I mean, still, the money might make her an eight or I nine. I don't know. I still don't know exactly like. Are they guilty? Were they found guilty? What's the- uh, no, I, I I was super confused. Yeah, I, I I was like this. 
this put these people, this was made to put them in a negative light. And you just put them in a positive light for me. I want to learn more about them. Yeah, I do too. I want to talk to them about their fucking genius ass business. They became literal billionaires in less than a decade. It was genius to me. Dude, and what about the dude? He just fell into it like a dude baby just met her on an airplane and then jumped on her business. Yeah. And now he's rolling. Right. Shit, rolling. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, crazy. I thought it was outstanding documentary, and I still like. Uh, we agree. How it was like. You can maybe have an issue with them. Yeah. But I don't see like a legality problem. And then they were trying to make them out like they're racist. I'm thinking, well, it is a bunch of overweight white women who wear tights. I don't think they're saying you can't be black. They're just saying this is the target. Well, and they had that one black lady that was right. one of their big sales. Yeah, said so she would get on no cruise ship She's of like, white folks. All these white people. Sorry yeah, about sorry. It. I, I laughed my ass off at that. And the dude that was the worst was the the young idiot that they hired that did their marketing and shit. The one that said you got to get away from a period. Mentioned. Yeah, that's the only thing they have on right. Tape. But even that, he was a young kid who didn't know the right wording for sure. Right, he was just an idiot, imbecile that got let right. fell into a job. But I thought it was fucking. Uh, yeah, I thought it was outstanding. Beautiful. So you also talked about some this week that hit a chord with me. You're taught when you were asking people about uh, thinking outside the box and you kind of like your shirt said, Gary's going to Gary. And you decided to kind of flip it on its ear and ask about like at barbecue festivals, what can you do to make it better? Right. And so yeah. I follow all the shit that you post. And I, I want to see the comments because I want to see how many people right. uh, try to be pissed and how many like yeah. it. And there were a lot of people, like a lot of the, OGs, like in any segment of course. anything you do, they're like, we, we won't change a fucking thing, man. Fuck right. them. It's about who makes the best meat. Right. And they don't want any kind of right. attention drawn anywhere else. But those are fucking boring. Well, they're boring, and here's and no the deal. no one wants to go. No one's putting them on anymore because everyone who's put them on is losing money at them. Yeah. No one's attending. So you be a purist and be all about making the meat but here's the deal. There's going to be nowhere for you to compete. There used to be hundreds of oh, yeah. competitions in Georgia, and now there's hardly any. And so how do we make this a spectacle? And it goes – I've been following a lot of uh, the guy down in Savannah, the Savannah Banana guy. Dude, he's a fucking and genius. he'll tell you straight, he goes, I'm not in the baseball business. I'm in the people business. He goes, baseball just happens to be the outlet. And so that's the way I feel. I feel like there's a big draw for barbecue competitions. Mm-hmm. But they're boring as shit. But everyone's setting their way, and they got all these sanctioned events that have to be sanctioned. I feel the same way. Like, I want to put on this huge – weekend softball tournament yeah. that but i want to break all the rules because here's the deal i've been to softball tournaments and they're cool and they're fun but there's nobody it's just the teams there yeah, and, and their families and there it's, it's okay yeah I mean, it's, it's the guys playing i'm sure are having fun because they're getting to play how much more fun when you ha- would you have had five thousand people there watching you for sure and you can actually make a because do- see people that put on softball tournaments because i've done it before right you you do all the math, you figure out all the entry fees, and yeah. how you can make a couple yeah. bucks. Yeah, because you don't you're not going to make. It's the same way barbecue spectrum. competitions are. You actually, I actually, it, the only thing I never lost money, but the only thing I've ever broke even on was I did barbecue competition for four years, and yeah. I could never figure out how. To, you got to go get sponsors, and you got to go. Well, if I got to do all of that work, I might. As well, I'd rather go get sponsors for a festival where I can make ten times the money. Dude, I think you find a way to make the. The barbecuing the meat part, yeah, an apostrophe on the event. Like that's great. Like yeah. it can be the, you know, there can be yeah. an award and everybody tastes it. But an event needs to be an event. Yeah, for people to come out. Well, it's to. funny. I didn't even know when I posted that I was going to have a meeting I had today. And today, 
I confirmed. I had a group come along, and I've been talking a lot more about. I'm going to be doing a barbecue competition That's in fun. October, and we're it's going to be unlike we're, it, we don't care. We don't care about sanctioning boards and all that. No, we're shouldn't. just going to invite people. We're going to do, we're going to do no competition. Does whole hog? It's going to be whole hog. After it's all over, we're going to have a pig picking where everybody's eating the whole hog and all the sides, and yeah. we're going to party. We're going to bring the guardians in. Yeah. And, um, man, we're going to have twenty five, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 in prize money for those guys. So they're going to be motivated, but it's going to be, it, it, there's going to win that twenty five or 30000 ain't going to just be about you cooking. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're going to be, you need to be an entertainer. You need to be an entertainer. Right. You know, there's got to be It ain't some my way. job. That's the promoter's job. Then fuck yeah. you, go away. Then go to the other right. one where you can make $1,000. Right. Or you can come here. Right. And be the best and win. Yeah. It's you know, not going to happen. $20,000. No, I love the idea, man. I think people have got to stop uh, these fucking purists and everything are ruining everything yeah. about America. I mean, dude, we're all about you got to bring the excitement to people. You're not going to get people coming out to just smell like they're right. cooking in their backyard. Right. You no. got to incentivize them. Turn it into a party, make it fun. Uh, like, how do we take something that started as fun at barbecue in your backyard, which was built around people coming over to party? And we turn it into this sterile, lame thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, dude, I want to see. I think it's it's fucking brilliant. And if you're a fucking uh, champion meat cooker, but you're a boring fuck, you need to work on that. Right. You know? And here's the: if you're a out. purist and don't like it, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Don't come compete in it. Sure. <laughs> so. I feel that way about wrestling. We have guys who don't like what we're doing. Hey, cool. Guess what? I got a waiting list a hundred deep. So go away, and we'll replace you. I'm not mad. I'm not hurt. I'm not frustrated. I don't have a grudge towards you. But unfortunately, you're replaceable. <laughs> Always, dude. Always. I'm but, replaceable. So I want to give a little update on uh, Silvertown. You saw my little bullet, right? Yeah, I was a little curious about that. So uh, we've actually, listen, I know people wonder, like, is Silvertown a real thing? Is it, a, Dude, I mean, it's 100% real. There's no gimmick there. We have a board of champions. Yeah. We have a board, all right? We run, it is a business and a group of champions. And we have actually had multiple neighborhoods that want to make a Silvertown chapter. Right. In their neighborhood. Yes. So the board of champions, we sat down, we talked mm-hmm. about it. And of course, we're still working on it. So nothing's set in stone. But you know, we're setting our parameters. Look, it's like any kind of a club. There's got to be some values. Yeah, There's I mean, got to be some guidelines. If you want to set up a Silvertown chapter. You don't just get the name. No, absolutely no. not. There are, you know, we have to vet you. Right. We have to know that you're. I think one of the requirements has to be you're going to do charity events. Whatever those look like in your neighborhood. And That's got, a Silvertown value. And you have to be a champion. Like you yeah. can't just be, you know, some everyday little pussies you got right. two buddies in your neighborhood it's not like that no. listen it, it's rare and i get it they come here they live from another they're like why isn't my neighborhood like this and we're like because you don't win yeah and we can help you as the the founding chapter right. you know this is of course where it all began yeah but we want to see other people the mothership yeah we want to see other people be successful but you know with that it just comes some responsibility so it's going to require some things and and we've got a gavel and you know we well that makes it official if you got a gavel oh dude it's freaking engraved and i think you got to know you want to be part of silvertown so for for me for example people might find this surprising so i'm a huge introvert Mm -hmm. i know people find that surprising um every time silvertown is gathered Mm -hmm. and i'm home my wife will tell you if she's on here right now i look at christina say 
man, I love those guys, and I'm so glad I don't live in that neighborhood. Because, <laughs> like, that's not me. I don't want to hang out with my sure. neighbors. My neighbors even now, I love all my neighbors. have phenomenal neighbors. But they do, they, they have the driveway wine nights or driveway drinking nights. Christine goes out, and everybody's at yeah. the end of the driveway. I don't ever go out. I go take a bath. Because I don't want to be around people. You deal with people, though. I, I deal with people all, my, day, all the time. All the time. Yeah, I, I don't want to deal with... You saw me at the Wolf Ball Tournament. What happens when I'm around too many people? Well, and I also it's see just that, all hell breaks but loose. But you've also got... You're a different animal, man. And, and I explain it to people because, like always, you know, everyone I talk to, they're like, you know, half of them love Gary Lamb, half of them hate him, yeah. just like me, which is fine. But, I, you know, I tell them, I'm like, you got to imagine, though, that I would think everywhere you go, especially here locally... That you're going to get somebody either wanting to go into business or spit an yeah, idea. Yeah, it's always like, an hey, idea. Man, let's do this. Hey, you got a minute? Yeah, hey, man. Listen, no, I'm off on a hey, date what, with my wife. Hey, I what don't. What do you think about this, though, man? Hey, seriously, this could be a money maker, right. right? Like this. I'm, or I'm going to do a t shirt company, too. Right. You know, how about mine? Would you, you know, it's just, it's fucking crazy. And so I can understand why you would be that way. Uh, but here's a Silvertown goat. So when the goat speaks, you listen, sons. Do it a booger check. Just nobody worry about it. Just we're all good. <clears throat> so I did notice you today, though, give Chet the smoke, and I appreciated it. When Chet was saying, I might enter your barbecue contest, you're like, you're not good enough. Get you're not good enough. Here. I like you're Chet. Not the, you're not the goat. Chet has just <laughs> entered into that stage where, I don't know if it was the Wolfle Ball victory, yeah. that he just thinks he's good at everything now. He's not the goat. The goat you, you know what I mean? Goat. I mean, there's only one goat. He, How about the Christmas shirts I made for the goat? Very good. Very good. Very nice. Man. Very, very The goat nice. had his own family Christmas shirts. That's goat shit right there. It is goat shit, dude. And I'm telling you, I golf with goat a couple times a week, and he's good at golf, too. Yeah, he's, he's the a, goat. It's fucking ridiculous, man. But, yeah. But he, I will tell you this. I did find this interesting about the goat. Yeah. When we were making the shirts... Goat had zero authority mm-hmm. in the shirt making process. He had to call the wife, the wife for permission for every aspect of what we did. Sure. Well, let me and tell that you that thing. And so I, I respected that he knew his lane. Yeah. But I was also a little taken back by even the simplest thing the goat had to get permission. Yeah. Well, Goat's wife is the, we call her the silent assassin in, yeah. in Silvertown because she's the unassuming assassin. Yeah. Like, she's the kind. You piss her off, you just get a bomb in your back seat. Like, there's no buildup. There's no, like, smoke. Right. You just get a bomb when you put the key in the door or when you hit the remote. Everybody dies. So he knows. He knows to defer there, which I respect. You got to know your, your role, you know? He like, does. And, and let me tell you what else about her. Like, she's so hardcore. She basically was like, Gary's so incompetent, I'm not even going to give him shirt sizes. I'm going to go find the shirts that I want. We'll bring the shirts to you. Yes. I was like, it was so much easier. I, I was down. That is good. Because I was like, outstanding. You bring what you want. Yep. Let me print it. Let's shake hands and move on. Dude, were, it was fantastic. And and the the goat Christmas party is always, you know, it's a Silvertown staple. Uh, people want to come in. They can't get in. Right. We've, we've got a, a buzzword. Yeah. And if you don't know the buzzword. Then get out. Security escorts you out. And it's just the way it is. Is Dahmer allowed in it? No, come on, bro. Come on, that's good. Old, oh, come on now. That's good. And old uh, old Dahmer got some uh, little, little smokety smoke this week. He, uh, I haven't heard a thought about him in a while. It's kind of where that name popped in my head. I didn't know if he's still around. Yeah, the, his his buddy got a little uh, chirpy on me on Facebook after uh, Alabama lost. Oh. You know, the low-hanging fruit yeah, type stuff. Yeah. Like, like that I'm, my whole life revolved around. Right. Dude, I was the most, like, cool for yeah. Georgia. Love yeah. it, man. Cool. 
And uh, so he immediately, of course, got got smoked out and deleted it, which to me is the ultimate sign. Right. Of when the tribe comes and gets your back, and you don't even gotta do anything. But when someone deletes a post, dude, I, it, to me it killed. Like, or if they block, dude, I don't block anyone. No. I could have the biggest beef. You saw how to disagreement with a guy. Yeah. I'm blocked. Yeah. I'm not gonna block you. Yeah. One of my gonna, best friends. And I'm gonna be cool. I'm with going you. off with him tomorrow night. Yeah. Nice guy, I'm sure. He's and look nice how guy. he responded. Respond. Yeah. I haven't even hey, it. thanks for the lesson, Coach. I, I meant it as a compliment. Dude, what a champion. Right, champion. I'm sure he's a nice guy, right? right? You know, you got, dude, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I got to go so back I'll to So I'll tell you a story. He, he almost got his ass whooped by my dad. <laughs> that's funny. I posted a picture of my mom. He's like, I hit it. And dude, my dad is the most passive. He's, he's like, that's my wife you're talking about. Dude, he's like, sorry, sir. <laughs> well, see, what I almost did in the coachable moment, I almost just said, listen, you, you say that. You couldn't handle Brooke all the smoke right. of There's That's, too much woman so for you. Anytime someone says something about my wife, even in a joking way, I'm like, you'd be in the corner sucking your thumb. Oh, and okay. your own dick. Right. You'd be sucking your own so, dick. In yeah. your <laughs> like, whatever. She'd crush you like a bug. I tell you, I heard a preacher one time. I thought this was outstanding because I'm telling you, it was a, a little more traditional sh- church, but it was a mega church. Yeah. Very charismatic. So all built on the pastor and his wife. And he said, let me go ahead and enlighten you guys on something. I guess there had been some murmuring on social media about how hot his wife was. Oh, God. He said, everybody wants a shot at my wife. He said, everybody, he goes, she's beautiful. He said, let me go ahead and tell you guys something. There ain't a person in this church that could afford her lingerie budget per year. <laughs> he said, so the minute you think you can, come take your shot. And I was just like, get it, son. Dude. He just told it from the stage. All right, so let's get into this question. This is We, we have a couple of these, so I'm going to... I'm going to chime in on it and just kind of surmise. We've got two of them, really. They're basically asking, Uncle Randy Gary, how do I know if she's the one? Mm. How do I know? Well, that's right there, if you have to ask. Yeah. Then you don't, then she's not the one, if you're asking right. what you're saying. Right. See, I have a methodology about it. I, I remember you, I think one of the first shows you gave it, I don't remember it, so give it to me. Isn't it an acronym? Yes. Okay. I did it on Married AF. Yes. The Dick Method. Yes. You gave it here on one of our shows, did too. I? Yes. Good God. Yes. Well, or maybe the fir- I may be on Married AF that I was on. It may have been. Yes. Either, either way. I that still we went stand for four by, hours. Yeah, I still stand by it. You know, it, it's, it's fucking easy. It's dreams. Uh, what's the I? In laws. Yeah. Cash and yeah. kids. Yeah. If you cover those. And she's still, and, you, and she rolls around with you nude and plays right. with your donger, be a champion. Boom. Which, by the way, you haven't heard this story. Okay. <sighs> this is pretty funny. So, you know my, uh, my oldest, Griffin. Yes. So, we're over at a silver town. It's called Shark Tooth Island. It's okay. Backyard, uh, you know, fire pit, barbecue right. place we go hang out. And uh, I'm here with Griffin. I bring him here. I arrive... As people are there. So we come off the road. We go in, sitting down, Brooke, everybody's there, drinking beer, shooting the shit. And uh, Griffin sits down. Now, I just picked him up in Alabama from uh, weightlifting at the end of school for football. So he's in like some training shorts, right? you know, and a hoodie from his football team. But he sits down because everybody knows him. But this is one of our buddy's sister-in-law. And she hadn't been around. And she's hammered drunk. Right. Beyond belief. Yeah. So she looks at Griffin, who's sitting next to her, and she's like, what do you have on? And he's like, uh, shorts. She's like, I could see your ding-a-ling. Ding-a-ling. First off, ding-a-ling. Yeah. 
from a grown woman. Yes. She's in her 30s, which Griffin looks 30. Right. He looks older than he is. But so I hear her say that, and I'm like laughing. like, this is fucking hilarious. (laughs) Griffin, because he's a good kid, he gets up and tries to walk away from it. He's like, this is weird. She doesn't know how old I am, whatever. You're drunk. Be cool. Right. So he walks away, and she's like, hey. Says something, and now I interject. I'm like, he's just showing off. He's got a new tattoo right there. Like, you know, he's all cool. You know, he's he's about to be 17 with the tattoos and huge legs. Be cool. She's like, well, what's it say? And his tattoo on his thigh, right where my Silvertown one is, right. It says God's got this because one of his buddies that was burned in a fire. That was like his mantra right. Right, to play football with him. And she's like, God's got this. No, he doesn't. You're a whore. <laughs> so here's the deal. Does she think you meant God's got his dingling? I don't know. She's just beyond right. comprehension. She's embarrassingly drunk. Yes. Where everyone is like, so I'd already left laughing, going to greet a couple buddies walking in, but Brooke hasn't. Oh, okay. So she starts undoing her jacket button and shit and start about to fly out of her chair. And she's like, I'm about to stop you right here. All right, what the fuck? All right. He is a child, he's 16. You're old as fuck. I'm going to have to tell you, refrain from calling him a whore. So it takes her a minute to compute all that, and she's sitting there just shamed and silent. And then she gets up and realizes, like, I'm back, and I've heard the story, and I'm looking at her, I'm like, oh, she, she's deep in the shit. She gets up, tries to walk to Brooke to, like, I'm sorry and shit. Right as she gets there, Brooke turns around and is talking to someone else. So it just happened to be that Brooke was getting up because someone was talking to her. So she got the back. And then she wandered out, and we never saw her again. Ah, oh, that's a great story. She wandered. So I'm going to be honest with you, and I hope I don't offend you by saying this. No, I'm shocked that Griff is not shagging tons of married women in this neighborhood <laughs> because he could. I'm just going to be honest. I don't know that he knows the power, and I know that would create some friction sure. in Silvertown. Yeah, and I understand that. Yes, but I'm surprised that he's not the kid that comes every weekend, every other weekend. And he's just banging the hell out of some mills. Pool boy in for Right, stuff. exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it actually, I need to talk to him about anyway, it. He might be. Yeah, like, you're right. Listen, and the way he handled this was an old pro. Right. He didn't get frustrated. Right. He was like, it's, uh, hey, That's baby. all right. Now, what we told him he should have said, and then I'll move on, is we all told him what you should have done was walked up to him and be like, come here, come here. And like, reach in there and be like, I own you now. Right, yes. I'll see you later. Yes. <laughs> oh, was she good looking? No. So she will even, not even shag a lag. No, no. Okay. But yeah, I thought it was funny because Brooke about killed her. And yeah, the girls were huh. like, I thought I was going to have to tackle her from behind, blah, blah, blah. All right. So this is one for you. And I've asked this on social media, but so that may be where they're getting it. Is uh, watch Gary's thoughts on Jason Isbell and his turn with his new liberal ways. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's so funny because I thought, I thought a lot about it because he's one of my favorites. And got some good tunes. It got some great tunes, and he has become so fucking flaming liberal. It's weird. And I used to always say that your political views or anything like that really didn't matter to me as far as me me listening to your music or watching your movie. And he's so over the top. I'm struggling a little bit. He's the first one to do because I feel like he's almost. Not just these are my views, it's almost these are my views and then attacking the opposite. I think he's almost telling people that are on the 
that don't don't agree with him to yeah. not come to my show. Yes. It's almost like yes. he's doing like he that. thinks he's better than us. And and I, I'm struggling with that. And so um because the Morgan Wallen things, right? What he did about the music awards, yes. Finally, chapped my ass, and I started thinking about him. Like, you know what? He's threatened by him. Yes. He's kind of the new, right? He's kind of taking his spot. Yeah. And so, so I, I'm definitely struggling a little bit with That's it. That's hard. I hate it because he's just such an arrogant ass about mm-hmm. it. <clears throat> so, would I buy his music anymore? Probably not. Yeah, I don't I think I would. It. It's a struggle for me. No, I'm not gonna say when his songs come on that are good. I don't jam. Right. Them. They're good songs. Yeah. They're good fucking tunes. Is he kind of become a douche lick? Yeah. Yeah, such a douchebag. So disappointed in him. <sighs> All right. So this is a great question. This is to, to both of us. And this is a lady. She sent in a question before. She basically says, dude, I can't see for shit. My husband, I hate how good my husband is with everyone that he meets. And I hate it because when he's talking to a girl, they end up misunderstanding his goodness, thinking he's flirting with them. Am I toxic of thinking he should be colder with people and not be so assertive? Um, I think you should just either trust your husband or not trust him. Yeah. And if his personality is drawing women, I, he probably needs to evaluate, mm-hmm. am I legit just being me or am I being flirtatious? Mm-hmm. Uh, um. If you're constantly finding yourself nonstop in the same situation, then the problem's probably you. Sure. But also, you need to trust him that he's either going to be him and be faithful or not be faithful. And that's what I was going to say. Like, listen, if you're a charming bastard, hell, I get it, son. Right. Uncle Randy's a charming motherfucker. Yeah. Now, a lot of times, which which is people would be surprised about you saying you're more of an introvert, most people, when they meet me, they think I'm an asshole because I'm not the most, like, come out to meet you. Yeah. Because I'm so charming. Right. right. And I don't want to offend you. I don't want to offend your wife. I don't want your wife, right. you know, to get all the smoke from right. all the smoke. Or create so I get this lady's question, but you don't change him. Yeah, that's what that's you're gonna make him fuck somebody. Son. Right, so don't yeah. do Either that. You trust him or you don't, because you can steer a dude into fucking on you. Yes. You can if you may, if you try to change him when you don't need to. That's a bad. That's a bad recipe. I don't. I don't. Don't agree with that. All right. So this question got asked on Married AF last episode, and I had to ask it to you. It's so good. This poor bastard. I'm super happy with my new lady. We've been dating for a while. She's fantastic. But she has been had by many of my friends in the past. I can't get that out of my head. Are we doomed? That's a loaded question, sons. We've all, we all know Yeah, so, yeah, I think it's going to (laughs) depend on him. So if, and I'm just going to be honest with you, if she was dating me, she's doomed. (laughs) Um. Yeah, she's doomed. Yeah, I couldn't get it out of my head, dude. I'd obsess about it. If all my yeah. buddies had, had railed her, right? So I'm so her. bad, and I, I'm not saying I'm right about this. So let me no, make this I, very it's clear. Not the, we've all got. So passed. one of my wife's friends started dating a guy she dated in high school twenty something years ago. Yeah. And I said, "Well, the motherfucker ain't coming around me. <laughs> I don't know him. I never met him." So something uh, happened one night where I ended up being around him. And I went into such alpha piss and mark my territory with our group of people where he knew who the fuck I was and I was Gary fucking Lamb. And I made this motherfucker feel so uncomfortable that legit now that I feel like I've grown past it a little bit. Yeah. I was wrong, man. Like the sure. dude didn't do anything. They were in high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. But I always 
Oh, man, I'm going to regret this. You ever watch Sons of Anarchy? Yes, of course. I, I'm not comparing this, so let me make this. But remember when Gemma was raped? Yes. And um, Clay had to come in there and take it. Yeah. And Tig said, men, men, and she said, I don't understand what's wrong, Clay. And uh, Tig said, men want to own their pussy. Yes. And I don't want to know that anybody else has had, and, and I'm not trying to be vulgar. Sure. So, ladies, I'm not trying to be vulgar. I'm not trying to be anything. But, yeah, I don't want to know, and I'm not under some delusions that yes, I was her first or anything. Now, I'll tell you what I'm really weird about, though. So, you ready for this? Yes, I am. I'm super not weird about the fact that my wife, her ex-husband, because in my yeah. mind, they were married. Sure. Does that make sense? That's hilarious. It's, I'm like, ah, oh, they were married. That's mm-hmm. legal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's all good. Some They're dude not that was doing sin. Some dude that was doing something dirty in the back seat because he didn't respect her because he yes. was just fleeing. I'm, I'm struggling with that. 100%. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, dude, I know it's not right. And I and I asked Brooke this, and it's, when we were talking on the show, her answer was the same. Yeah. So now, I see, Christine's not- is she says it's not, but she's never. We've never been in that situation. Yeah. So I don't know. If she was in that situation, would she feel the same? All she has dealt with is the repercussions sure. of my attitude, which I'm sure her much. Like, I wouldn't act like that, but she hasn't been in that situation. Dude, but I'm telling, you, there's some. I don't think it. she's on here because she is not commenting. If you're if you're in high school, just even in high school, yeah. and you got a group of buddies, y'all dated this girl, yeah. right? and one of you ends up marrying her, you got to move out, right. you got to move away, yeah, yeah, I, which yeah. is fine. Somebody I, deserves to love her. Hey. Yeah, and I know that's super weird, but like, yeah. <laughs> You gotta move away. Hey, I, I'm not. Over. I, you know, I remember at the ball field. Even you know, we Christine grew up in this area. I didn't, and so guys she had dated in the past. You were asked him. I wasn't asked him. I just didn't fucking talk to him. I'm not talking to him. Sure. I don't. Well, he's done nothing to you. Yeah. That was. I don't want to be his fucking friend. Yes, absolutely not. He's lucky I didn't go there and whoop his ass. Whoop his ass for what? Just whoop uh, just his because. ass. Just because he fucking needs to know who I am. Yes. You know what I mean? It's so and, funny. And I'm not saying I'm right. So no, let we're me not preface right. it. So I literally think now, I know other people that man, it does, doesn't phase them. So I think the fact that the guy's answering the past to ask the question means he's pretty doomed. <laughs> All right. Christine, I went to Florida with your ex. I'm fine, but that was an ex-wife. Yes, again, like you, you know said, what I mean. Yeah, that's a different. Let thing. an ex-girlfriend just show up at church, oh. and she's worshiping some Jesus. Oh yeah, I, I don't know that she'd be that hardcore. I don't. Maybe she would be. I mean, she's pretty good in that area. But man, I am not good in that area. Uh, I'm growing. I think she would tell you I'm growing. Dude, I'm terrible about it, and I yeah. might put on a front, but just so everyone. Full disclosure, right. it'd be killing me inside. Yeah. I oh, yeah, I'm going to put on a front because you Yeah. But inside, it's eating me right, the I'm fuck not shaking alive. your fucking hand. I'm no, a, it's no. going to be obvious we don't like each other. I don't other. like you at all. Yeah. You yeah. didn't do shit to me either. Yeah. But and I'm, I'm not going like to whoop your ass because then I really, because I know deep down I don't have a reason to whoop your ass, but you're always going to think that I am. Oh, oh a, she's out here talking about cooter now. She's dropping the cooter word and everything. That's hilarious. You you are growing. Good for you. Mike Honcho saying it's a hard no. Yeah. It is. It is. All right, so check this out. So this is a great question. Um, what the fuck did I do with it? Okay, this is a listener. I've been listening since episode one. Love the show. Wanted to ask how both of you how you think both of your wives feel about your outspokenness. Without uh I don't know how I gotta interrupt for a minute. My wife's talking about doing me in the back seat. 
and someone watching us. I don't even know what she's talking about. Are, are you catching that? Because if we're doing it in the back seat, I'm going home right now. <laughs> I don't. Doing you in the back seat, she watches me walk. You too. I don't really know what that means, but apparently mm, something I'm awesome. It's it's something, I'm da- I, there's I love something it. great in there. Yeah, I feel like there's something really good about it. <laughs> there's something good for you in that. Yeah. All right. Question. Yeah. So, uh, how do we both think our wives feel about our outspokenness? Like, if we had to get in their heads, how do you do you think? How do you think she, in her own head, without what she says to you? Is she just accepted it? Does it piss her off still sometimes? Yeah. You win so, um, I think there's times, very rare, that she's probably like, why? But I, I, And again, I'm not trying, this is going to sound like, um, apparently the mayor's on here interpreting. Oh, he did a good um, job. That yeah, makes that sense. makes sense. I get it. Right. I, well done, mayor. This is going to sound like I'm trying to be funny, but I'm not. I think that because of who my wife was raised by, <laughs> That she just is so used, like to an outspoken, stick your foot in your mouth, man. I, I don't in any way, shape, or form think it phases her. And um, I think there's sometimes she's like, "Why were you just trying to stir it up?" But I think n- literally ninety nine percent of the time, it doesn't phase her, and she accepts it one like n- nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely think that I've I've chapped uh, all the smoke's ass a few times. There's been times where she's like, right, basically like you. Why? Yeah. Why that makes? Why'd you have to do that? Right. I get a lot of the stuff. That one's too far. Like a couple like her aunt one time chimed in on one of our Facebook posts, got snippy, and I was like, "Hey, always good to hear from you." Yeah. You know, right. Always great to hear from you. Yeah, and I think you just know, like my wife is very family. Yes. And so. Smarting off to her mom or her family, that is kind of like she's like, why? I I kind of I don't think I do that. I think I'm growing in that area too. But as far as just going after anybody else, I don't think she's phased by it in the least. No, but also let me tell you something about my wife, sons. She's gonna ride on my side even if she doesn't agree. One hundred percent. She might smoke me later. Oh, let me tell you but something. She'll ride my side if yeah. she's wrong as fuck, and I would yeah. do the same for her. Yeah, we actually had that discussion recently where I told Christine, I said, damn. You know I'm in the wrong. <laughs> you know this, right? <laughs> and you are fucking going to bat for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Like, yeah, yeah. That's one way you know. Also, yeah, she's yeah, she is never going to not have my back. Almost, well, I, mean, I say almost to a fault, but I guess there's it's not as yeah. And fault. and I say that like I would do the same, but we're she's put in that position way yes. way yes. more than I yes. Would be. So yeah. All right, off the top of your head, I'm just going to ask this because this one's been there forever and I haven't asked. Uh, most awkward moment you've ever had that you can remember? God. So, so many. And there's, I'm sure there's things as a passion. You can't get into that. That has to be awkward sometimes when people actually... Oh, I'll tell you. Have you I told you the anal sex story? No. All right. So I want to hear this. Awkward. So I'm counseling, married counseling for this young couple getting married. And they're all excited. This is so the premarital counseling. Yeah, I don't yeah. even do that anymore. Yeah. But this is 15, 16 years ago. Yeah, and little young couple, all excited, blah 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 blah. And they're like, "We're waiting till we get married to have sex." And I was like, "Man, that's great. You know, yeah, we want to do it right." And just going on and on about how they're waiting. Yeah, and I'm like, "Okay." And I'm, I'm kind of zoned out of the conversation. 
feel like and the girl's like, yeah, we only have anal sex. But they moved on. And you know how you're about five sentences past before it clicks in your head what they just said? Yes. And you can't go back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was one of the most awkward moments I'm thinking. This guy is, first of all, like he's going to do whatever he wants to do this chick. Yeah, oh, he, sure. he has convinced her that banging her in the ass, they're still pure. They're still good <laughs> to go. Yeah. Dude. All, what a winner, though. Yeah, Already winner, winning. Right. Already winning. Yeah, I'll never forget that, though. So your wife just chimed in with one that she thinks is better. Oh, oh, my God. No, Christy. <laughs> that is an off the air. Okay, so let me tell you the story. I'm going to tell you. I don't give a shit. So I am newly divorced. Luke is about two and a half years old. Okay? It's possible... That in the weeks before this meeting, I had sent my wife, Christine, yes. some videos sure. of me doing certain things. Sure. So we have a big powwow. We're going to get all on the same page about Luke. And Luke's kind of being disruptive. He's two, two and a sure. half. So I set him up in my lap. The nightmare age. No, by the he's way. sitting in her lap. He's sitting in his mom's lap. And I hand him my phone to play a game. Of course. And all of a sudden, she's like, uh, Luke's watching a video of you doing X, yes. Y, Z. So, you know, yes. so listen, Good. you need to understand that my whole leg is sleeved with a tattoo. So there's no... So there's no can, denying you. So yeah. I, first thing about, oh, that's not me. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, the subject was changed instantly. But yes, Christine's oh sitting at the God. table and... While she's sitting, he's sitting in my ex-wife's lap. He accidentally pulls up this video that I may or may not have sent my wife, and um, that's the story. Oh my that, that's, God. that definitely is the most awkward moment right there. I forgot about that. Dude, both of those are excellent. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're both shocking. Yeah. And I'm more, though, interested in the – because you're a young pastor. Yeah. You're, you're these young co- – and he's like, yeah, just dump it in her ass. But yeah. it's fine. But again, I, w- I had zoned out of the conversation. So it was like five cents later, we're all sudden, I snap at him. I'm like, what did they just say? Is there any way to get back to that? So at the end, when you say a prayer, do you mention like, Lord, just stay with these sinners? And- just, Lord, I don't. Lord, help him to get no poop on his dick. Lord, yeah. I don't know. Oh, Lord. God, that's hilarious. Dude, I got nothing for that. So what's I need to hear your emotion. Dude, I got nothing. That is shit. That's too good, dude. <laughs> like I half saw this when I copied it and put it into our thing to combine them today. Dude, I thought mine's shit, dude. I'm not even gonna talk about it. It's crap. Mine was a local guy at an oil change. It fucking sucks. <laughs> All right. So uh is it okay to lie to your target audience if it helps you win? Well, in business. Well, we got to define what a lie is. Defy the meaning of is. is. <laughs> right. Old Bill Clinton. Yeah. Um, I think an out-and-out lie is a lie. There's no way around that. Like um, on what you can deliver and not deliver, I say you cannot lie about that. Oh, absolutely. Do not lie about what see, you can But again, I'm not a deliverer of, of a product, so I was thinking more along the lines of... Getting a crowd pumped up, dude. You can embellish all you want. Yeah, I'm all about that. You know, there's, I can't tell you how many times I haven't sold a ticket, and I'm like, sure. we're about sold out. That's, you that's, better go. That's what champions, do. right? Because if so, you're if you're out there, and you're like, well, no one wants to come to this thing. Right. Obviously, would you like to buy a ticket? Act no. now. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. Tickets will be gone in 24 hours. Yeah, I just think like 
you, you don't lie about what you can and can't deliver. Right. That's a death no. sentence in business. Under what over what's what's the always saying? Over promise under, and under yeah, or, oh, yeah under promise, over deliver. Yes, yeah, yes. always, absolutely. All right, my husband forgot my birthday. How mad should I be? Nah, my I mean I, I my wife and I don't forget each our birthdays, but we we don't exchange birthday gifts. We don't exchange Christmas gifts. Um, we don't do any of that stuff because we do it throughout the year, and so. Dude, I'm so good about that, right? You, like, you're a gifter. I've, in, I've learned that about in you. My gr- in my relation with my wife, in that regard, I'm the woman. Like, I'm the remember birthdays. Right. I'm the gift yeah. giver. I'm the emotional love, yeah. all this stuff, and she's the dude. Yeah, that's your love language. I mean, I know you know the love languages. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so me and Christine, neither one of us is giving our gifting, our yeah. gifts, and our love language. So well, actually, I think my my language, if we're talking about that, is, is uh, the old sexy time that touch or whatever. Yeah, that's I've got to have that, bro. Yeah, like you know, you got to let me yeah. reassure. Touch, yeah. me. Of course, yeah. But I think, and it may just be because I know my wife, and that's hers, which is why I'm like so big on that kind of shit. And if I forgot her, she'd be destroyed, right? And I'd buy. I'd probably die. Yeah, she'd probably kill me. But yeah, I saw that about you. So y'all don't that which is genius. That's the money saver, right? Now. Yeah, we don't Sometimes do it. Now ridiculous. that being said, if my wife if we're out and my wife sees a pair of shoes she wants, she's not buying them. I'm going the next week and buying them for us. If we're gifters to each other, mm-hmm. we're just not gifters at Christmas. We're not yeah. gifters at birthdays. We just I don't mean this shitty. Mm-hmm. If I want something, you're going to buy. I'm not it. waiting till December to get it. Yeah, for sure. All right, so this is a great question. I'm actually interested in hearing your answer so what are your thoughts and how do, what advice do you give people if they're wanting to go into business with friends oh. like you can do business with friends yeah but how do you feel about going into business with friends um or family oh i had family for my intrigue i probably would n- i think you need to avoid it at all cost mm-hmm I think if you do it, I can't stress this enough. Even if it needs to be a legal document that is written, there needs to be clearly, clearly, clearly defined roles. And I've always said that I would never do a partnership because anything with two heads is a monster. Yeah. Southern Honor is the first thing I've ever done successfully with a partner. Yeah. But it works because I have my role. Dylan has his role. And it's very clear. Very, He runs I'll the back of the house. Clear. I run the front of the house. Yeah. Um, we discuss everything, but if we can't agree, no questions asked. He makes the call mm-hmm. on the back of the house in the ring. I make the f- call on the front of the and house. you've never tried to overstep never. him or he's never tried ne- to, which is championship. Never. never. So, and um, I think there just has to be very, very, very clearly defined lines. And now I'm also big on this though, so I don't know how you feel about this. Mm-hmm. I'm also very big on, and I don't mean this in an arrogant way. I just mean it in a way it is. I think every tribe has one alpha. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm not rolling. Christine had some friends before we got married. Good people. I don't have anything against them. Mm-hmm. I like them. It took me years to like them. But we'll never be close. You know why? Because he's an alpha and I'm an alpha. Mm-hmm. And so when we're together, it's a pissing contest on who's who's the alpha. Mm-hmm. And so that will keep us from ever 
being super tight. Sure. So, so if you're a friend of mine, and, and I don't mean this in an anti way against my sure. friends, but most of the time, if you're in my tribe, it's my tribe. Sure. And so if we're in business and at the end of the day, ultimately I am the leader. Yeah. Probably, possibly it could work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it's very hard for me not to be the alpha. I'll give you, and I don't mean yeah. to keep bringing this up, sure. but I'll go back to the Wolf of Ball tournament. Well, that's just being honest. It was, it was your event yep. where you're the alpha. Uh-huh. And, I don't regret how I handled situations at that thing, but what I do regret is, is the alpha came over to me and dropped hints that I needed to stop. <laughs> and I didn't respect that enough. Like if that if sure. I had that to do I, over yeah, again, I'd have been like, I need to learn to submit to other alphas in their tribe. But that's hard to do. That wasn't but it should have been because it was a one day thing. It's sure. not like I could never submit to it's it's Silvertown. Yeah. I could never be part of Silvertown sure. on a regular basis because sure. I'm not gonna not be the alpha. Yeah. So there would be a busting of the heads, you know yes. what I mean? But absolutely. I can come in and submit for the day at the pool party oh, or absolutely. submit at the wiffle ball tournament yeah. or whatever, and I need to do a better job with that. So I think it's very, very hard to do business with friends, but I think it can be done. Family, I, I just don't think – I think it can be done. People have done it. I'm just not sure the risk outweighs the reward yeah, the in that situation. the juice is worth the squeeze. Right, exactly. Yeah. Why, family's family, so why go through that? Yeah, I'm definitely anti-family. And with the friends thing, it depends on the the finance part is always the hard part when right. there's money involved. Like if you're putting up money together right. or a certain amount. Yeah. Like if you're both starting something from scratch, from zero dollars, right. right? And you do something, which was rare, but you, you create something out of nothing. And you, like you said, I think you've got to be okay and secure enough to put something on paper if you're going to do it. Right. But now that's not to say... You don't promote friends' businesses, right? Of or, course not. No, or help their business because right. I'm all about, dude. That's all love. Yeah. That's all. There's nothing wrong with that. But when your finances are intertwined, is where I think it gets murky. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Me and Bubba. Bubba has his own business. I have my own businesses. We promote each other's businesses like they're our all own businesses. Long. And to the point that people have asked me, oh, is Bubba partnering with you in that? I'm like, no, not really. I mean, he's my partner because he's my friend. Yeah. But you know, are are you part owner of Bubba Rush? No. Yeah, we always just, push it. Well, I'm just going to push it because it's my friend. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and he does a good job. Right. And yeah. Right. Yeah, he does great. Yeah, I'm not going to push you just because you're my friend. Sure, if your shit is shit. Right. If it's dog shit. And that's the worst. Well, because that's the first way to lose some of your tribe. You start right. referring out dog shit. Right. And you get known for that. Yeah. You know, that's why I'm always quick to like, a lot of people think that right when they become my friend immediately that I'm going to, I'm like, man, I got to know first. Right. I got to get a feel. Yeah. yeah. We're in a situation you know? right now where a friend that we have asked my wife about, um, they're trying to remodel their basement. Yeah. And, um, my wife sent them a couple people and I gave my wife people to send to them. I think three people total now and not one of them have even returned the call or showed back up. Mm-hmm. And it's, I told her, I told her, I said, I said, don't suggest anybody else. Yeah. I said, we look like idiots now. No, we don't because we're not those people, but yeah. you feel bad that you put your name on the line for people and they, they don't show up and do it. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know? that's why it's hard for me too with like uh, employing friends or right. recommending them or bringing them into a company. Because, uh, dude, when you start, it's just, here's my answer. When you start fucking with people's money, yes. all bets are off. You can ruin anything. Yeah, I, the best friendship in the world can go in the shitter over money, 
as quick as it can go over banging their wife. Just I, as quick. I had a vendor of mine at my festivals. I guess they have a... Um, <laughs> the mayor. Yeah. I get, <laughs> Call me a halo restoration. They have a, um, a full um, a basement apartment, yeah. and they were renting it out. So this guy applied. I guess they looked him up on Facebook and saw we were mutual friends. Yeah. So they called me about him, and they said, what do you think about him? I said, I want to make this very clear. I said, what I know of him, I like. Yeah. But I don't know him in a way to say he pays his rent on sure. time. Yeah. I don't know him in a way to say he keeps his house clean. Yeah. I don't know him in, in a way to say you ought to bring him into your house. I've known the guy for 10 years, but but I don't know him. I yeah. When we see each other in public, it's high five, man. How's How you doing? You been good? Man, what are you up to? Hey, cool, man. And I said, so I'm not putting an endorsement on him. You're not going to be a reference. Right. Yeah. Now, that's, I mean, that's just, you got to be safe with that kind right. of shit, dude. But, I mean, I've seen it with, uh, I, I literally, my advice, I've had friends out there like, you know, should I hire this person? Yeah. And they're friendly. I'm like, not if you want to stay friends. Right. Yeah. That shit doesn't work out, bro. It's, fucking with people's money again, whether right or wrong, both sides. People get funny. When it you talk about rap. money. It is a wrap, dude. Yep. And that's the same way I, people ask me about loaning friends money. I don't loan friends money. I'm like, money. dude, you don't loan no, any I'll give money, you money that you're not ready to lose right. every bit of it. And if your friendship can't withstand when they don't pay you back. Yes. I'm going to give you this money, and if you choose to pay me back, that's to, whatever. Yeah. I don't expect it. Yeah. Whatever. And if I don't have it to give to you, I'll just tell you I don't have it. It's a big fuck no. Right. And it's probably going to be a fuck no for me regardless. It would have to be a rare... It would be where I'm I'm okay with giving it to you. Right. Because, exactly. That's you what know, I'm saying. You've done me a solid right. or something in the past. and But yeah, dude, loaning money is just as bad. Yeah. It just... I don't know. I'm just not a big... I mean, it can. There are it times can, it does, I have but, a situation where I took a, a small business loan from a mentor of mine, but the difference was this was an older person he was a mentor of mine and he came to me with a legal contract you know what i mean yeah and that that made we're still friends but it made that part we were able to you know separate sure this is a business dealing yeah and we're able to be friends because i paid the loan off yes. I, you know, I made the payments on the loan yeah so it's part i mean smart deal on his part right. you know, to, to have the paperwork right. and then you know it's legit from the jump yeah there's no fuckery all right, I'm gonna. I want to wrap on this. This is a good question. I know it's gonna take a minute, and uh, we're getting we're getting some biblical questions. Uh, Man, I hope you're all right with it. Let's go. This is a deep one. Uh, I'm, I'll let you know if I'm into it or not, dude. It's. it's I don't really know what they're looking for though. All right. So, Gary, in your mind, mm-hmm. what does God look like? No, I'm not even answering <laughs> that question. I love it. <laughs> you know, I'm not even answering that question. They, that's hey, you submit them. Sometimes you win, sometimes yeah, you lose. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know. Well, I mean, I think that he said we he made us in his image, so there's definitely human form to God. He said we're made in his image, uh-huh. so I definitely think he's not some bright light. I don't think he's an alien. Okay, um, I, I think he looks human. But I'm not going to say he's got blonde hair, blue eyes, or brown hair, or he's Asian skin, or whatever. He looks like us. Am I wrong about this, or do I remember from Sunday school that there's somewhere where it says, like, if 
we were to ever hear his voice, it would kill us or something. Yeah. Or we can't understand it or something. We wouldn't be able to understand his ways. And it, it's funny. We t- everybody's, when I get to heaven, I'm going to high five God. Well, every time that <laughs> God revealed himself to people in the Bible, they fell to their face and worshiped him. Yeah. You're not high fiving God. You know what I mean? You're going to yes. be in awe of, the, of God. He's God. Big G. All right. So we're not going to end on that one then. <laughs> the, dude, I love that, though. Listen, hey, that doesn't mean Gary doesn't like you. All right. That's just, you didn't. It's not good enough. Do better next time. Okay, we're going to go with this one because we've talked about this before. Are you guys ever going to do a live show somewhere in North Georgia? This is for Sean because I went to uh, Daily Tap. Isn't it Daily Tap? Daily Draft. Daily Draft. I went there and ate recently. Yeah, great delicious. Wings. Fantastic. It was awesome. Yeah, the making place some shirts cool. for him right now. Dude, the fucking stage is prime yeah. for a live show. It's awesome. And I don't think anyone else could handle the smoke of it. No, no one else could. He like, doesn't give two Fs. From talking, he is the but only even, one. But you know what concerns me about that is this. If there's a kid sitting in the... He doesn't give it a fuck. I legit believe he doesn't. I agree with you. But I don't know that I... If I came to eat at a restaurant, yeah. even though I'm me, and there was someone like me up on stage, and I didn't know they were going to be there, I'd be like, fuck, I don't want to listen to this dude, yeah, dude fucking rambling. While I'm rant, eating dinner. Right. So I, I hate Gary Lamb. Right. I hate Uncle Randy. Right. Fuck this well, person. and I think about that. There's a lot of people who hate me. So I'm sure. I don't give a fuck that they hate me. Of course. But like, I, I, they hate me. I don't hate them. Yeah. And so I don't want to show up and ruin their dinner. Yeah, it would almost need to be like a, an occasion where the crowd knew. Right. You know, like, you got to hype it. And but only where, because I would, I would, I would hate to, some kid. Yeah, like be sitting there, and I'm which is weird because I cuss in front of my kids. Well, I do too. I so mean, that's, that's just the truth. Is that the last question? I mean, we got because I, I got some random things I want to discuss well, then that have just something. happened because my ADD seems to be in overdrive tonight. Well, let's go with it. All right, first one is this. So this folder over here, I see that says bills. So I assume that means household bills. But what it got me thinking about was, uh-huh. I'm on a big Buffalo Bills kick right now. How about yes. Josh Allen? I love Josh Allen. Dude, I think that dude is a fucking champion. I think he's a, he's a future Hall of Fame. Dude, he's, a, he's a Ben Roethlisberger, he, but Boom! Better. He reminds me of Big Ben. Yeah, a young Ben, but yeah, more Even uh, a little more athletic. Yeah, six, seven, and can run. He's a monster, dude. He's, I, I, like, I'm... I love that he's in Buffalo. So I've all... Me too. The so here's the, I've, in, When it comes to the NFL... I've never really had a team. I had players. I so like I, so I was a Favre. big green. Me too. I was yeah. a Brett Favre fan. Okay, so that brings me to the second thing I want to discuss because my ADD's kicking in. Yes. What is this I hate Brett Favre book over here? That's a book about him. It's a, it, The other half says I love him. You flip oh, it, you can read it both okay. ways. It's oh, I got hate, you. I love got you. Okay. It's a great book. Okay. There's all the reasons why you love him and then why Got you. Hate you. Him. So third question. Yes. I've always seen the two shoes, but I really never put two to two together. They were actually one pair of shoes that each shoe's been painted individually. Yes. All right. That's all I got. Yeah. My uh, buddy of mine that does uh, custom shoes in Florida did those for us. But they're great. He does a great job. Kind of right when we uh, when we got started. You're talking about those Air Force Ones. Yeah. Um, legit. Mm. Now, I don't know if you noticed if it's in there, that... Shazam toy over yeah. there, which is one of Griffin's collectibles. That thing is worth a shit fuck of money. And so the other night, Gunner just started collecting football cards. Okay. I started Griffin's collection when he was about this age. I gave him mine. And we we're going through Griffin's to find some to give to Gunner. Right. And we're going through a box 
that Griffin had just wrote this horrible handwriting when he was nine. It says, like, other cards. So he's going through them to see if there's any gems, and he finds a Kevin Durant rookie. Nice. Kevin Durant, the NBA player. So he pulls it out. He's like, I got one of these. It's fucking stupid. It's in my other cards. It's probably worth some money. I look it up, $1,900. And then he finds a second one in those other cards. $1,900 for sale at the uh, fucking uh, the Dave's cards in uh, Cumming, I believe. Um, he's got them in his case. And he found two of those motherfuckers. Nice. Now... Those cards, I didn't realize how much of a rage they'd come back during this fucking Cards pandemic. are huge. And comics are huge and right Pokemon. now. And Pokemon. Yes, all, all that, that shit's shit hard. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's what happens when the government gives you disposable money. Oh, yes. did I say that? Yes. Well, I wanted to actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to kind of talk about that too with old uh, Joseph. And people get the wrong idea about me. They look at me, and I'm wondering if they do the same for you, right? Because... This pandemic has definitely brought out more of my conservative views. Yes. I was much more libertarian before this. I still consider myself a libertarian. Yeah, I feel like liberals have made me more conservative. Yes, they have. They've kind of isolated and forced me. Yes. Um, because I'm still like a social liberal. Do yeah. I think everybody, whatever the fuck you oh, want yeah. to do, I me don't too. give a shit. Oh, yeah, me too, 100%. Bro. Do your drugs. Social issues, man. Marry who you want to. Go marry your you damn dog. Fuck, I don't give a I shit. I don't care who me you either. fuck, son. Me you either. can fuck that bottle every yeah, night too. and call that your spouse. Yeah, I don't care. Doesn't change doesn't how I sleep at all. At all. But uh, so I had some, they asked me this for Married AF and we just haven't recorded it yet. Um, if I'm like a for sure Trump in 2024, and I'm like, no, you know, I'm actually, I don't know, I'm kind of turned off by Trump too. Yeah. Not as bad as Biden. You know, I like DeSantis. Yeah. I like Dan Crenshaw. Yeah. I like DeSantis. Um, I'm going to be real honest with you. Um, not going to be popular. Yeah. They're going to have to bring out a real home run winner for me not to vote for Biden because he says so much stupid shit and I make so much money selling t-shirts oh, off his stupid shit. You. It is good for It's you. good for my business. And I'm totally being tongue-in-cheek because he will not get my vote again. No. Or, excuse me. He will not get my vote the first time. <laughs> yes. Let me make that clear. Yes. But, but it is um, good for your business. I do not believe Trump is going to run again. Yeah. I believe after the midterms, Trump's going to announce that. Trump knows he can't announce it before that. But I do believe this. I do not believe Trump's going to run again. But I believe Trump will be the kingmaker. He'll anoint. Who he is? will anoint, and he will put the people in place. And I think if you underestimate his talent, or excuse me, his his power, then you're foolish. Sure, you're foolish. So, I, he will be the kingmaker. He will do the appointing, and I, I feel like it'll be DeSantis. I, I still think, honestly, and this isn't going to be popular with a lot of people. I like Ivanka, bro. I like Ivanka. But she's not going to win if she I know, runs. But I like her. I think yeah. they should start. She needs to get involved so, in I'm, some I'm, way. This is not going to be popular. I love Trump Jr. Good, because I do too. Because fucking champion. I think he, he could, don't give I think two. he could win. If he was, I don't think he can. I think I wouldn't mind seeing him as, as, as the Santa's Trump Jr. That'd be great. That'd, That'd be, be great. a good shirt. Yes. That'd be a great yes. shirt. But yeah, my guy, like, I like Crenshaw. I don't know if you know who he is from Texas. He's yeah. Former yeah. Navy SEAL. He's yeah. got one yeah. eye patch. Yeah. But he's not going to win. But dude, he's a constitutional. But he's not going to win. What I yeah, but I, I here's the deal. Here's the problem. He could win on a ticket with someone. He I can see. I ticket. can send people out that I. There's a lot of people I like better than DeSantis. But do I think they can win? No. Yeah. And so, like, I got to I got to put my money on the horse that I think can win. Yeah. And so, um, is it my turn to pick a topic? Well, well my go ahead one. Finish. No, I was just gonna, dude. My person, if I could make my ticket. It would be Tulsi Gabbard and Dan Crenshaw. Yeah, I love the chicken of South Dakota too. 
I know. I don't know. The her governor, name. I can't remember her name, but she's a savage. Sa- savage. savage. Very under it because she lives in a nowhere state. Dude. But total, dude, she's been from day one. Yes. Like, you can all suck my dick. Yes. She's like, we're doing one. Sturges. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Fuck you. Go somewhere else. Yeah. Go to another state. Let's, Let's talk about state. your shirt. Yes. <sighs> How'd you feel four. about this season? Man, I was so disappointed. It was a huge dumper. Dude, there were some nuggets. I feel like Sheridan's so worried about trying to build. 18, Seven other shows that I, I'm not going to go sign up for Paramount Plus to watch 1886, 1883, 1883, or whatever it is. <laughs> What's what is it? 1883. 1883. I watched the first episode. It was okay. Dude, I'm, I was actually surprised Tim McGraw's better than I thought. So you like the show? Tim McGraw's a uh, baby back bitch. Yeah. So you're Tim in. McGraw, you're all in on the show. I like it. Yeah. I like it. But it's hard for me. I'm not. I'm so anti Sam Elliott because I found out how much of a liberal right. wacky is, and I hate that because he's got the voice of an angel. Yeah. And he's a fucking. And treasure. here's the deal. I, you're not going to convince me you're starting a show built around Jimmy on the 4-6 Ranch? Yeah, he's the last one. Right. Out of all the people you could have sent down there. Anyone else. Yeah, you could have sent Walker. Anybody. So many better storylines. Yeah. How many people love that guy? I hate him. I mean, I don't hate him. Uh, but he's but, just I, but like to take up that yeah. much storyline, Jimmy? Yeah. And he was down there for like three days. It and became now, like a cowboy. A cowboy. Yeah, 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 I was so, his and back like, is healed. And his like neck just took is healed, that bro. shit off like it was no big deal. Yeah, and I, I you know, I get shared in Baltimore Six Ranch. Yeah, and so he's got to promote it now oh, for sure. And now he's got more money than anybody. I, I mean, dude, he's already had money, but yeah, he's just knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I, shit. I, I don't like. I tried to get into the Mayor Town, uh, the other show he does. Mayor Town, the Lock Gangs of Mayor Town, whatever. Yeah, the Mayor it. of Mayor. Well, I don't know what the fuck it is. Couldn't get into I it. I couldn't get into it. I mean, just write, just write Yellowstone and stop, dude. I'll so tell- Casey's just left the ranch altogether, and he's out because he wanted to fuck some chick. So he's just out, yeah, and on a tribal thing with a wolf now. Yeah, tripping, banging balls. her in his dreams. Yeah, he's super weird. I don't like his. I don't uh, like the only one. I mean, everybody fucking knows, dude, who the writers are on the show. Because I could sit there and just watch Kevin Costner yeah. sip on a bourbon. He's the power. Sip on a bourbon as John Dutton, yeah. and I'd watch it for an hour. Right. This, I think, is his best acting of his career. Yeah, I even, they even got to the point this year where like I'm turned off by Beth. Yeah, they went too far. You made her a bit. And I'll tell you this. Let me tell you what else you did. You made Jamie kind of a sympathetic character. Yeah. Because I'm kind of like, what did the dude do? He went and took you to get an abortion. You wanted the abortion. Yeah. All he's done is everything the family's asked for. Become a lawyer. Save the ranch over and over Multiple and over. Multiple times. He's killed people. He's kept them from getting investigated right. for killing yeah. bunch of people. So I'm a little confused, but like they really, Beth just turned into a whiny Bitch. Yeah, I want to really dig into her mommy and daddy issues. Yeah. It's really bad. But Dutton, he's so much the power, people don't get it. Well, that's why I, I like the governor twist. Yeah, I'd like it. I like he's going to run for governor. I think he wins. Oh, he's going to have to win. <clears throat> and, uh, but I think old. But uh, they got to come back. Even Rip kind of became boring. He did. And uh, listen, Rip, stand up for your fucking self. Yeah. You know, like, Tell her, you're a whack job, honey. Get your shit together. Right. You know, this ride ain't free and shit. Like, you're, I'm over here, I'm still trying to be romantic, but I'll kill anybody. Yeah, but he's but so smitten with her. And yeah, but dude, come on, bro. She's, I mean, since he was a kid. I like the kid story. I so want more I, I, of I that. I thought they kind of fucked the kid story up a little bit. I, so I'm going to tell you something. 
I really got turned off from Beth when the kid called her mom. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be a, that was kind of the yeah. climax of that story. Mm-hmm. And she just shot that fucking kid down. I was just like, it was super confusing. Yeah. I didn't understand the point of the kid if that wasn't the end goal in it. Yeah, I still don't understand about the fucking uh, protester girl that's all in jail and shit. Like, no, John just likes banging her. Oh, I know. But, dude, that's from the chick from Coyote Ugly, bro. Yeah. She's fucking been in a bunch of shit. But he deserves some trim. Yeah, I like Guys. they're out killing people and fucking John just sitting on the couch with the fire going, drinking I, bourbon. I wonder what his blood pressure is. I don't think it's high. Every second of his life, though, is stress. Yeah. And but you know, some people don't, alive. you know, it's crazy. My straight, my craziest stressful moments of everything, going to the doctor. I think that's why you like. Your blood pressure is good. Why you love John Dutton. I love so John Dutton. I, because I think people mistake power. Yeah. They, they think rips the power. Mm-hmm. They think, no, no, rips the lack. And I don't mean that in a mean way. Mm-hmm. Rips the muscle. Or rips the muscle. John's the power. John calls her. And here's what I, and I'm not saying I like this about him, but here's what they don't realize. John loves his family, mm-hmm. but he loves that ranch more. Well, that's why I'm watching so, ATA3 to learn the kind of backstory of that yeah. ranch. There are, has to be some deep Have they got shit. to the ranch yet there on it? No, they're on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, see, I'm not down. Dude, people are dropping like flies, bro. Are they? Dude, you got the Comanches and shit and fucking yeah. people getting scalped for real. It's only a two-year series is what I understand yeah. from the beginning. And they filmed it all is my understanding. They've already filmed both years. Yeah, but the, what I don't like about it, dude, is that the chicks got underarm hair. All the chicks. Yeah, I did dude, see I that the one that, time. Bro. I can't. Listen, I'm all about your uh, things, but dude, underarm hair, unchecked, big thick bush, no good for me, son. Yeah, I like what Bubba, Bubba said. Pressure either busts pipes or makes diamonds. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But uh, so, on a scale of all the seasons, to me, this was the worst one. Worst one, hands down, not even up for debate. Yeah, I feel like they, even the last episode, I thought, man, they're going to give us something. Yeah, I feel like they sandbagged us and then fucked us. Yeah, uh, like, like how's Casey paying his bills? Yeah, and why is he with that girl? Dude, Dude she, she just brings him down. Her. You got the farm, you got the ranch, you got the Yellowstone. Yeah, you tell this family, hey, family, you want to be on this train? Right. Oh, y'all too cool? You want to go back to the res? Right. Go in that fucking trailer. Looks like yeah. it should be fucking condemned. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead then. And they just found like some crazy house for renting Montana or Wyoming, wherever the hell end, they are. He's going to end up banging that fucking he's other banging. chick. Yeah. That other well, he said around. at the end, what he said, he saw the end of their relationship yeah. on the trail. Oh, yeah. So, what do you think about what Zach said here? What are your thoughts on Candace Owens? We'll we'll let that be what we wrap up. No, I don't hate her. I got a lot of. uh, I'm good with her. I don't. I don't want. I'm not voting for her. This is going to sound terrible. I'm not voting for a woman. This well, this is write that down. (laughs) I'm not, and I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not voting for a woman. So, how do you feel about? uh, There's talk about them bringing uh, Hillary out of the bullpen again for a third try against Joe. No, Joe's not going to be able to run again. Gotta be honest with you. He's not gonna be he's not gonna Well, I figure what's gonna happen is what's her name? Kamala's gonna be president by then. They know she can't win. I don't think she'll be on the ticket. She's been the biggest shit. Have you ever seen a bigger shit can vice president? No, she's horrible. No, I I don't know. I is Hillary alive? (laughs) Supposedly. I thought she was in jail. I thought I read that in the conspiracy stuff. That's why you ain't seen her. It would not surprise me if she came out of the bullpen for a third. How much you gotta try? How old is she now? She's terrible. Dude, she was passing out and shit on the last fucking campaign trail. I'm just not voting for a woman. Write that down. Here's the deal about Candace Owens. Everybody loves her. I know because she's a conservative black lady. I want you to be a little blacker. She's a little too white. Yeah. Be a little blacker. To me. Like yeah. She's too, she's whiter than me. Yeah. 
Don't be that way. Yeah. I say that to most people. Quit being so white. Yeah. I got one more ADD question. Yeah. So Stallone and then who? Oh, and Brooke. So there was two Hall of Fame people within a week because it went 423 and 428. Yes. So it was a big day for the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. It was a big week. That's interesting. Because Stallone, do you even remember why he got in? I don't. He ate a moth. Yes, I do remember. At a party for no reason. Yeah. How do you not not put that in? Like, we're yeah. sitting there partying. I almost threw up. It was a huge moth, not like a baby moth. Right. And he put it in his mouth, and then he regretted it. But then he was already bought in. Yeah. So then he sticks his tongue out with the moth chewed to pieces. Oh. And I th- about throw up everything. Because, dude, I'm not into that shit. So I had to put him in. So I used to work. The only job I've ever worked, I worked at Motorola in a warehouse. We used to have this old country guy, and he grabbed a little white mouse one time and threw it in his mouth and ate it. Mm. Dude, you want to make me gag? Somebody eat a worm. Just a worm. No, I'm not doing it. The busting of the fucking shit in there. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Same reason why I can't eat oysters, sons. Oh, I, I, can eat, I can eat raw. Dude, that's semen, bro. Is it not just little shelled semen? I don't know. It's pretty good. Dude. A little Tabasco sauce. Just, a little I mean, saltine. Put that on a cracker. Dude. You know, I mean, I may or may not have in my lifetime, when I've had a release, called it an oyster before. Oh, I've never <laughs> called it that before. That's look interesting. Look at that oyster. Oh, it's interesting. <laughs> Take a look at your, your next mm. release and then go eat an oyster, son. Well, I like them. What do they taste like? Nothing. Cracker and hot, hot sauce, because you put all sauce on it. Do you think? Do you really think that it's an aphrodisiac? I don't know. Say? Maybe. Or is it because it's semen? It gets the ladies. <laughs> That's right. It gets them ready. All right, we're all doing right. this again in a month. Yeah, John Little. Just, all about love in February, right? Yes. Uh, the mayor says Kamala gets removed, Hillary is VP, and then removed Biden under the 25th Amendment. Write that down. The mayor, bro. The mayor's got a new job. Dude, the mayor's always got a new job. That guy's got more. Him and Bubba have more. In, but Bubba's are all like, John, the mayor moves on. Yeah. Bubba's are his own, like, he just listed them. He's got five businesses. <laughs> Fucking guy's got five bit. I don't know how he does it. Champion, though. All right. Yeah, so uh, we'll be back in February. It'll definitely be a valentines uh theme. And, uh, you know what we should do in February? I'm putting you on the spot here. Yes. We should bring the wives in. I love it. Let's do it. Boom. Planned already done. It's done. All the smoke. We'll just sit there and suck our thumbs. Let them talk. Which is fine. I love it. So listen, if you could ask champion wives questions, send them to Unc. Yes, send them over. Unfiltered, sons. They'll answer what they want to answer. I know them both. They're both champions. I think they'll uh, they'll blow your face off. Don't throw no bullshit at them either. No. They'll call you out on your bullshit. Right. They'll tell and you. And you're going to see us on our best behavior. Oh, yeah, we're going to be good boys. Right. We're going to be good boys that night. It should be fine. All right. But, uh, so I did also put a teaser, though, about the Silvertown. Uh, is there a TV show being discussed? The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we do have some Got connections. Got some connections. Here. And uh, there may or may not have been a sizzle reel uh, sent for some feelers to some produ- Maybe. I mean, we'll see where it goes. I bet the developers here would love that. <laughs> Dude. But can you... There is enough. And listen, we know people. So this is a real... We'll see some. I'm surprised. So did you see Heather post that town for sale? Yes. That, Colorado. For $4 million. That was nothing. No, I'm all about it. I'm surprised that Silvertown just hasn't relocated there Dude, I'm all as about a cult. It. 
I would. Well, there's people that have said that they thought that we're a biker gang. Hey, one last thing. Talking about TV shows, talking about cults. Have you watched on Netflix Cocaine Cowboys? Yes. I got one episode to go. Yeah. That's the craziest damn it's, story. It's, a, it's incredible. I'm, I'm about to start selling drugs. Write that down. Dude, you. Write do that down. We could do it. Holy bro. smokes. Dude, and what we do is we send out, you know, our branches. You know, right. we let the mayor cover Woodstock. I just feel like I hit 20 million. I'm walking away. But dude, you don't. Dude, I'm telling you, I've always said this, and I mean it, and I really do think I would stick to it because I'm such not a gambler. You fuck around and give Uncle Randy a million dollars, I'll turn that shit, and I'll never work again, ever. Yeah. I'll make it work for him. No, dude, people are so dumb. You get that kind of cash, and you just let it accrue with you correctly, you can make it work for you. Yeah, they but, asked him, that she. they told him, they said, listen to what I'm about to tell you. They said, you've... You have five hundred million cash and haven't been called. Walk away. Five hundred million. And he said, "I'll walk away when I have five hundred billion." So fucking what nuts, dude! Fuck? You have five hundred. They were going to people's houses, the feds, and oh, busting yeah. them and finding six to seven million dollars cash in cardboard boxes. They wouldn't even know what to do. They had so much cash that. They didn't know what to do with the shit. It's, it's mind-boggling. Dude, I'm telling you, though, that show, if people haven't watched it, because it's been out a few years, right? That's 2021. Really? So about a year, yeah. Six-part documentary. I thought it was older than that. It's amazing. Dude. The money they... It's just mind-boggling. Yeah, it's, it's fucking incredible, dude. Have you watched the one on uh, Dope Sick? No, uh, no, I've heard it's great. It's fucking incredible. That'll piss you off real good. Really? You don't talk about, dude, and you want to talk about this, uh, the vaccines and shit? Don't form your opinion. Just watch that. Do you and watch them? tell the, me that they love you and that they're doing do it Do you all. watch The Boys? I've watched some of the first season. That's Brooke a pretty tells, good show. Brooke tells me I would love it. I love it. Next season's coming out soon. Yeah, season three, I've seen that. All I right. gotta catch up on it. All right, well, we're going to get out of here. We will see y'all uh Christine's already said she's in for the wives. I know Brooke will be in, so that's going to be an interesting episode. I look forward to that. That's going to be some uh, write that down, some son. New shit, sons. Let's get out of here. All right, we'll holler at y'all later. See ya.